0: Listen, 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 reading. listen, listen, poetry reading. Po- poetry. Reading. Po- poetry. Po- poetry. Po- poetry reading. Let's have a poetry reading. Let's meeting. go have our own thing in an alley, back over this way. Let's go have our own thing. So they went into an alley, and there was no microphone. And the host said, listen, listen no listen, cameras, listen, listen, no recording. Listen, this, this is listen, for us. Listen. And they read some poems. Listen, and it was over, and it was done, and it was beautiful. Listen, listen. And and there was like there was like contests going on, and money being awarded and whatnot. But somewhere behind the whole scene, there was a bunch of people coming together. A family of people who had been together on the scene for... Poetry Night Rings Through. I would like you all to give a very exuberant, warm, cosmic welcome to Paradise. There once were days I couldn't get out of bed. Brain dead, ego fed, repetitive thoughts clouding my head. I used to lay there and wonder why I was even alive. I was so busy drowning in mental lakes and being haunted by my mistakes. I don't know what it means to be enlightened, just what it means to be frightened. Blood boiling, pulse heightened, yet a million miles away from excitement. Up until now, I believed people like me would always finish last. Now I know why writing used to be illegal. I came across a pen and pad. I don't think people understand why I write. I'm not in the business of rhymes and riddles or sharing my demons for shits and giggles. Sure, I'm in a sea full of other poets and just drifting along with the tide, but while some write for money and pride, the rest of us write to stay alive. When I was 12, I told my father I wanted to be an artist. He got pissed and started crying, so from then on I started lying, to myself. I then figured that life was all about wealth, in a society where your success is measured by your income. So when my world full of thunder, my pen and pad got quiet, I set my writing skills to the side, went to school and became a pilot. But my will to write only got stronger, so it wasn't much longer before streets became college and beats became knowledge. I went from being a scholar with a good job and expensive cars to being paid in abundance with nothing but a dream and my guitar. Something had to be wrong with me to choose a life among the hardest, but this life chose me. It brings light to my darkness. I decided not to be hesitant with a gift that is heaven sent, but they say if it don't pay, then it's irrelevant. So despite shedding blood, sweat, and tears, I'm seen as just another low life. but anyone who thinks I'm worthless just doesn't know I have a purpose. I felt like I was standing in a forest and no one else could see the trees, so I made the choice to be a voice for lowlifes like me. There were mornings I didn't think that I would rise with the sun. The only other way to face my demons was to run. I don't think people understand why I write. I got love for slamming, don't get it twisted, but this isn't about competition. I appreciate your scores and critiques of my technique, but my poetry just is. I don't even need to speak. I believe in the power of words, so I come with no performance tactics, no special delivery package, no gimmicks or stage theatrics. I leave my ego at the door. I'm just here to share my story. I write for closure, not exposure. I'm just here to share in my glory. So here I am 16 years later after telling my father I'd be doing this. I understand it was out of worry that he tried to stop me from pursuing this. Yet here I am gracing this stage sharing my pain page for page till I open up and become a vessel connecting lives like train trestles. The universe gave me the ink so I dip it in those mental lakes, building bridges over water to keep from drowning in my mistakes. This is my mindful meditation, my life story in nonfiction, my IV for dehydration, therapy for my addictions. This is the clearest I've been able to think, the furthest I've been able to see, the most I've been able to feel. And it brings me so much peace so the next time someone mentions the art of divine intervention just keep in mind some of us don't do this for the attention. (laughs) Hello everyone. (laughs) So I am Joanne Roberts AKA Paradigm or Joe or whatever you want to call me Um, I'm originally from the universe but I was born here in this lifetime in Chicago, Illinois Um, I currently travel and just spread my story and um, I believe in spreading healing and awareness and um, I practice art therapy and It's made a very big difference in my life, um, as you can see from the the poem I just read you. And it's something that's very important to me. Um, So with that said, I'm going to give you a little backstory about how I got here. Um, Not how I got here in poetry, because I just told you that, but how I got here tonight in this bad weather. (laughs) Um, So I was late because... I've noticed that Pacific Northwest folks are not intimidated by rain, <laughs> but I am. So, I'm driving on the five, and I leave at about I leave Seattle at about 6:15, 6:30, and I'm like, oh, that's plenty of time, you know. Um, then the weather starts getting worse as time goes on, and then there's traffic, and then I'm just like, okay. And then uh, once it frees up the rain starts coming down even harder and everyone's just flying past me like it's just a a warm, sunny day in California. And I'm just like, you know, I don't want to go over 55. I'm scared. So that's why I was late. All right. (laughs) With that said, I see about, there's about 15 of us in here, probably a little more. And that's good because I brought 15 books. So that means... This is my newest book, and you guys are actually going to be getting the first copies of these. So they are really paperback, but I printed these chapbooks out just for you guys tonight because the official book isn't necessarily ready yet, but you guys are getting the official poetry first. So give yourself some, some, you know, (laughs) just a little bit, you know. but I'm excited about this. It's my third poetry book and um I'm a perfectionist. Like I go to hell and back with trying to get these books out. There's always something wrong. Um <laughs> I when I was looking through this today and I printed out the first copies, I noticed that there's a poem missing. So now my life doesn't make sense tonight. <laughs> um I really wanted that poem to be in the book, but if you are someone that is very interested and curious about what poem that is, when you leave here with your copy of your book, see what I did there. When you leave here with your book, and you want to email me and you want to know what poem is missing, I will email you that poem. All right. So, and the book is called Words from Saturn. Um, how many people are familiar with a Saturn Return? Oh, wow. How many people are familiar with astrology? Mm -hmm, You know, how many people like astronomy? Mm -hmm. More, okay, more on the astronomy. Good, good, good. Um, So I won't get into too much detail about that because I do explain why I I named the book this title. So I'll just let you read about that since all of you are going to leave here with a copyright yeah and with that said the reason that I know for sure all of you are going to leave here with a copy is because guess how much these books are just take a wild guess (laughs) any more guesses? (laughs) priceless Um, these books are donation only So whatever you want to give, whatever you can give, I take cash, I take credit, I take hugs. I especially love hugs. Keep that in mind. And the reason that I only sell my books for donations is because I believe strongly in an exchange of energy, and I never want a specific price for my book to stand in the way of whether or not someone can leave here with it if they don't have that money. Because the way I see it is whoever can only afford a couple of dollars for this book, someone else will pay for the book for you and it'll come full circle in the energy exchange. And that's very important to me. It allows you to leave here with a piece of me and it allows me to leave here knowing that, it allows me to leave here knowing that um, my blood, sweat, and tears are appreciated. Does that make sense? So whatever you wanna give, whatever you can give, please see me or I do have some back on the back table, but I am going to leave here empty-handed, right? I'm not going to leave here with any books. Credit cards are going to come flying at me. Money's going to be falling from the ceiling. People are going to be trampling me to get my books. I'm going to be getting robbed for them. They're going to get ripped from my hands. There's going to be a stampede. That's, that's what's going to happen when I leave this stage, right? Okay, good. Um, so I'm I'm doing themes because I've been up here for about two years now, and um, I'm doing a farewell tour because I'm going to be leaving the Pacific Northwest next month, and I set up this tour to kind of just go around and say bye, but in certain cases I'm saying hi to a lot of people, too, um, because I have haven't performed in Bellingham until very recently, so... I'm honored to be here, and I'm glad that you guys are here and you're receiving me and It means a lot to me, so tonight's theme is given the first poem that I did, uh, tonight's theme is the power of the pen um, and all it has done for me in my life and me being a vessel to channel a gift that i don't I don't know where it comes from. We all have our gifts that are just a part of us um, assigned to us by something greater. And I do feel that it is my duty to share that gift with the world. And that's part of the reason why I'm here. And that's part of the reason why this book is here. And that's part of the reason why I'm going to get into this next piece. So I really like, I perform in a lot of slam settings. So it feels really good to just kind of be able to be laid back and just you know, because I was a page poet for many years before I even got to the stage. I didn't just wake up one day and decided I wanted to be a performance poet and just got on the stage, you know. I was closeted. I was a writer. Um, I remember times where I would damn near pass out on the stage because I was just overcome with so much stage fright. Um, It was really bad, (laughs) but I've come a long way, um, and I've noticed that Stage fright doesn't go away. It just doesn't go away. You just learn to allow it to motivate you and give you the adrenaline that you need. And I've embraced that. So even even in this kind of setting, like I'm feeling like a little stage fright, but I'm also feeling very comfortable and I'm just allowing both of those feelings to be. Um, so this poem... I never get to read my page poetry because I'm, that was the point of what I was saying. I'm always in such a, you know, slam setting is just so ugh, you know, just all in your face and all over the stage and doing, you know. And um, I'm usually more so led to read performance pieces in those type of settings. So I want to read some page poetry. And um, since tonight's theme is The Power of the Pen, this is a newer piece. It's called A Poem That Writes Itself. I worry the only title I can have is poet. Everywhere else I'm too stoic and I know it. Maybe it's because I was meant to be a loner, a traveling, meditating, and poetry writing stoner. I don't like it when people say art doesn't save lives. Literally, no, but figuratively, this is so. Poetry is my manifesting a spiritual form for every death upon death till I'm spiritually born. With poetry I can reach up and hug the stars, profess my heart to Saturn and make love to Mars. I can walk on Andromeda and dance with comets, kiss the lips of dark matter and grace Mercury with sonnets. I didn't realize how much was wrong with the world until I picked up a pen and paid mind. I didn't realize how much was right with the sun until it disappeared in the daytime. I'm the living proof of many written truths. I lose my mind without sense of these words. With letters, I mold keys to deepen my thoughts, wrapping words to curves on keys to these vaults. Poetry does this, poetry does that. Poetry ain't this, poetry ain't rap. I say art love and artist life, and it has a way of bringing the best out of you. Words can never be changed. They can only be transferred. At times we may forget the wordsmith, but we will never forget the words. I didn't realize just how beautiful life could be until I picked up a pen and started writing. So if a poet is all I'm good at, then i for I'm a poem that is writing itself. Speaking on um, a little bit of the More of the power of the pen I just got out of a very interesting relationship um, We'll leave it at that We'll just describe it as interesting That could mean a lot of things So I'll, le- I'll let you have fun with that in your heads Yeah <laughs> um, But I wrote this poem Just before It was one of the last poems I added to the book Before I printed So Um, It's called Sun Salutations And I won't go into too much detail About the situation But I will let The ways in which I reflected on it Through my writing Speak for itself So Everybody with me? Nobody wants to throw a tomato up here Or drop kick me Or anything Okay Okay (laughs) It's the perfect day for new beginnings I like making you laugh more than I make you smile If I had known you wouldn't be here this morning I'd have prevented last night from getting hostile I'd instead held you in all your spirit Arms round the unhealed parts of your being Until all this love you've denied yourself Left you forgiving left you agreeing. I'd love you until it was freeing, until it was secure and guaranteeing. I'd love you until it had meaning, until you were led to say you weren't leaving. Today your scent is still in my sheets. You left your butterfly earring on my shelf. I burned sage to clear the tears. I can still feel how yesterday felt. If I had known I'd love you this much, I'd have tried more to put it into practice. If I had known we'd have it this rough, I'd have changed the ways in which we've adapted. Because yelling and screaming just isn't my thing, and it will never be as of today. If I had known I'd end up doing it here, I'd have found much better eggs to lay. I miss you today. I'll miss you tomorrow. I'll miss you even when all of this is fixed. If I had known we weren't living together, I would not have wasted all of those trips. I'd instead have tasted all of your lips and gave face to all in your hips. I'd have tied you up in my compassion, bounding you with love's chains and whips. If I had known you carry so much hurt I'd have taken more time to learn your language. I'd have been gentler toward the both of us, releasing us from pain and anguish. If I had known I'd become your enemy, that you'd hold grudges and keep me at bay, I'd have painted forgiveness on your tragedy and wished you well along your way. We never know just why we pray, just as one never knows why they stay. If I had known we'd be fools in love, I'd have found healing words to convey. I'll miss you today, I'll miss you tomorrow. I'll miss you well after no more of this. If I had known I'd love you this much, I'd have known when to call it quits. This love Jones has had us bending, contending, defending, then ending. And on this day of new beginnings, I have to make sure to keep ascending. Thank you. All right, I got a couple more, I promise. I'm starting to hear some Zs in the crowd. (laughs) Oh, no. All right, um... How much more time do I have? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I um, think I want to get a little morbid. <laughs> I like... Um, I host poetry workshops around healing, and I am very strongly... Um, interested in the dark side or the dark, the underworld, as as we call it, because I feel that it's important to go there. It exists in all of us. It's a part of our duality. It's a part of our nature. Um, and sometimes we have to go to that underworld to assess those parts of us that we can make better or that we can bring into the light. Um, so a lot of my poetry, um, I die in a lot of my poetry. I'm just gonna say that straight up. (laughs) Um, There's really no way to say that, Um, but it's more of a metaphysical or metaphorical, I would say, um, symbolic type of death representing uh, rebirths. Um, So this poem is called Home and it's very short, it's very to the point, but I just wanted to share it because I feel this way sometimes, and it's very human to feel this way. Um, I think we've all been there. Um, so, yeah. Sometimes I seek to return from which I came. No pleasure, no pain. No money, no fame. No titles. No name, no pride, no shame. No guilt, no blame. No calm, no strain. No rules, no games. No sun, no rain. No miss, no aim. No picture, no frame. No yin, no yang. No sky, no terrain. No words, no brain, no heart, no veins. Just the nothingness from which I came. Trying to think about what I have time for. So I like to write a lot about um, those type of things. I have a lot more poetry like that, trust me, it gets, it gets, uh, it's pretty dark in there, <laughs> but, um, it's my duality, um, and so this next piece I'm going to do is kind of a, well, I'm trying to think, I think I want to save that piece for last, I think I want to do a poem in between. How are you guys feeling? Do you want another performance piece where I'm just kind of like here, like this, or do would you like me to read like read something else, like a page poem? It's up to you. (laughs) Everyone agree with her? Alrighty. (laughs) So I'm a space cadet, so I'll do (laughs) I'll do another uh do a space poem, but with the notion of freedom. It's called Third Eye. Sometimes it is hard to fathom that I am composed of merely atoms. Therefore the laws of physics tend to override my flaws and critics. I am inspired by tires that barrel down the roads of freedom but Where are these roads supposed to be when freedom ain't free? So I looked to science for compliance. I lacked hunger when I was younger, but now that I'm older, I feel like I haven't eaten in years. Cause my spirit is hungry, and it wasn't long before I got the hint. I was a narrow plane on descent till I came to question man's intent. History is told through the eyes of the victor, yet I believed it all because it's in print. As I clung to material possessions, man has taken it upon himself to invent. I have always loved to study both Isaac Newton and Huey Newton. They both developed an understanding of the forces that hold us down. Gravity, an unknown travesty at the hands of men and only a few can see through from third eyes and pineal glands. To reach my mind liberation, I suffer through mind gentrification. Yet it seems I'm surrounded by all who are indifferent about being a cause for resistance. To be a cause for resistance, I had to learn the laws of physics, since you can't fight the forces that be unless you first look within thee. We're being lied to, and we're being fed so many illusions to the point that my perception was able to see the deception. They took the sun from my sky as I wandered aimlessly through that night till I got my night vision goggles, otherwise known as third eye sight, I didn't think I was being controlled. I didn't believe in an Illuminati until I took the time to look into all the poison I've mindlessly put into my body. So I asked myself, are you paying attention? Or do you simply accept all that is given? We're in a political and educational prison and being divided among our religions. Do you believe that money reflects on your purpose and that what you drive makes you perfect? Are you willing to dig yourself in debt since without a degree they say you're worthless? Wake up from this shit, Jay. Think for yourself. Question authority. It saddened me that my material greed had superseded my spiritual needs. Through meditation and preservation, I decided to look within me. And now I find myself floating on air as I resist the forces that be. So can you stomach the weightlessness? Can you rise above all you're confined to? Will there ever come a day we all realize bank accounts don't define you? We come from the universe. So I look to science for compliance. I've come to master zero gravity as it transcends man and his travesty. Because it's about time. No, this is really about time. How much longer can we go before we are no longer comfortably blind? Stop searching for validation through iPhones, Facebook, cars. You want to know what you are? Step outside and think the stars. Your relevance is in the elements, not through resumes and television. So elevate, levitate, celebrate your spirit through third eye vision. I'm just feeding my hungers. You don't have to agree with my complaints. I just wanted to share in that I no longer limit myself to man's constraints. But don't be afraid to let go and face yourself. Don't be afraid of what you will find. Play this game if you have to, but don't let them chain a free mind. Through my third eye, I see rebellion. I see freedom. I see truth. A shift is among us, for through my third eye, I see... You. Freedom ain't free unless it starts within thee. There's a reason why astronauts are so good at what they do. (laughs) So, um, unfortunately... I don't have any of these books on me today. That particular piece was in my older book, Parallels. Um, But when you all leave here with a book, see what I did there? When you all leave here with a book, the link to my website is in the back. And from there, you can find links to purchase my older poetry books. I think online, um, since I wasn't able to set them for donations, I think I set them for like 10 bucks or something. Um, So think I want to read one more short piece and then I'll do one more, you know you know, regular piece and then I'll, I'll go ahead and get on out your way so uh, this piece is called Space Time you say anything is possible but you need space and time given the space and time we will transcend space and time Traveling at speeds faster than light, immeasurable to man and his physics. For you and I have no space or time for impossibilities. Oh, there we go. And just before my last piece, I managed to get the mic exactly where I wanted. it. Um, I don't know how long I've been up here, but... um, (laughs) This is the last piece, I promise, for those of you who are dozing off and, you know... (laughs) Um, So if you want to keep in touch with me, I always forget to promote myself. Um, Meet paradigm. So if you have your phones, if you have a pen, something, jot it down on your hand on a piece of paper somewhere my website is meatparadigm.com. my Facebook is backslash meetparadigm bandcamp is meetparadigm everything is meetparadigm okay and that's really easy to remember and you won't forget it because these links are guess where <laughs> so This last piece I'm going to do is kind of a continuation of Divine Intervention. That is the first piece I did where I was giving you a backstory on my writing. Uh, This piece is more so why I write. Um, And... I think that, that explains it. People ask what inspires me. I say everything that tires me. So I clutch the pen to touch within, cause I write toward a hire me. Why do we eat? Why do we breathe? I ask you. The same reasons I write. I have to. I write for social justice, cause sometimes I feel it's just us. And the pen is my riot in a society too complacent and quiet. So I write for those who can't write. I write for those who can't speak. I write for those who couldn't be here by the hands of crooked police. If art is the voice of the masses, then there is no me without you. If art is the voice of our ashes, I do what my ancestors weren't allowed to. So I write for those who can't fight. I write for those who can't eat. I write for those who couldn't be here tonight because they're out sleeping on the streets. I write poetry because doing so helps me sleep at night, yeah, but... I write for those in darkness who need help to see the light. I write as if healing from the inside out is all I know how to do. Despite never quite hearing the words, I'm proud of you. I'll have folks sipping on these nouns and tasting on these verbs. It may appear I'm wasting words. I'm really awakening your nerves. If art serves as a mirror, then it should reflect us at our best. For words live longer than flesh and remain well beyond death. I write for the little black boys and girls forced to play dangerous games of hide-and-seek. I write for the letters L-G-B-N-T for us, gender-benders and freaks. I write because we're a part of a system that prefers to pretend we don't exist. But I'm here, and I write for them to know our pain and strength. I write on buses, at slams and retreats. I write for ciphers, battles, and beats. Most importantly, I write for freedom, for truth, and for peace. Poetry can pay the bills if you take the time to weigh your skills, but what does that matter if you never use the stage as a way to build? No slam titles are just to perform. I write to make rose petals of my thorns. I write to break ground, combat oppression, and challenge societal norms. I write when suicidal. I write to release. I write for you. I write for my niece. I write to question authority. I'd much rather do that than watch TV. I write for those that think they're better writers, and I tell them to keep dreaming. I scribe my thoughts before sunrise so I can stand behind them by evening. Poetry itself doesn't save lives, but it does attest to my will to survive. This is so much more than having the chance to be opinionated or rant. So poets, you are free to do whatever pleases you, but whatever it be that inspires you, I hope it leads to a higher you. There is no one we can trust to tell our own stories but us. So, speak poets. I write because I must. Thank you. Um, so, I think I'm done now. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> How are you guys doing? You guys digging it? You guys want to keep doing it? You guys digging it? You keep doing it? You 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 guys are cool. You guys are cool. You guys You guys want to hear some more poems? You guys can handle it. You could save someone's life if you tell them you like their poetry. Ah. Uh.